ओम श्री साई राम प्रशांति संदेश फिफ्टी एपिसोड वेलकम्स यू ऑल थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर योर टाइम फॉर द लास्ट कपल ऑफ वीक्स वी हैव बीन थिंकिंग एंड डिस्कसिंग ऑन द सब्जेक्ट द सेल्फ और कॉन्शियसनेस और आत्मा I am overwhelmed to see the response from our listeners who are really appreciating this subject for the simple reason bhagwan's advent is meant for that his mission is that all those things that we observe and receive are directed towards this purpose towards this objective towards this aim what is that to make every one of us realize the divinity within that is the only special aim objective of bhagwan baba therefore we have chosen this the self for consciousness as the main topic for the last couple of weeks we may have to understand that god is gnana or wisdom as we know the popular hymn that swami sings repeatedly satyam gnanam anantam brahma satyam gnanam anantam brahma ज्ञानमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजमुजम
न ही ज्ञानेन सदृशम नो अदर पाथ इक्वल्स दिस पाथ दिस ज्ञाना और विजडम एंड फर्दर इट इज ऑल्सो सेड जस्ट एज ऑल रोड्स लीड टू रोम ऑल पाथ्स अल्टीमेटली लीड टू दाथ ऑफ विजडम लीड टू द सेंटर ऑफ विजडम और ज्ञाना ज्ञाने परिसमाप्य थे द फील्ड ऑफ एक्शन कर्मा द फील्ड ऑफ डिवोशन भक्ति और द फील्ड ऑफ ध्यान समाधि दे ऑल मर्ज अल्टीमेटली और मीट इन ज्ञान और विजडम ओनली दिस वी हैव टू रिमेंबर वाई हैव बीन स्पीकिंग ऑन दिस इज दिस इज स्पिरिचुअल सब्जेक्ट Unfortunately, we have taken to religious course of action, which is ritualistic. We have forgotten the spiritual content of the of religion. Religion is a banner, while spirituality is the manner. Spirituality is the depth that we have got to understand. Since this spiritual content. as expounded by bhagwan is kept in the back seat today most unfortunately therefore therefore i have picked up this up subject basing on his teachings discourses and writings therefore with all said and done all paths finally meet or finally merge into gnana or wisdom then where is it it is within you outside you around you everywhere it is so vast spread everywhere well then it is quite evident pratyakshavagamam it is quite evident quite apparent this is is so easy to acquire to understand susukham kartum so easy to get it to get this awareness actually speaking three we often refer to what are they one is the individual soul jiva the second the world jagat and the third god jagadishwara three individual soul the creation and the creator three but actually speaking basically there are not three only one what is that one that is gnana or wisdom to give an example when the white light is allowed to pass through the prism of glass you will find seven colors emerging out of it are there seven colors no it is only original white beam of light allowed to pass through the prism of glass likewise the three jiva jagat jagadishwara individual soul world and god are three but they are only one the gnana swarupa from that wisdom only 
that has got to be dinned and has got to be reflected upon day in and day out that's the reason why it is clearly said ishwara sarvabhutanam god is present everywhere and then it is also the declaration of bhagwan since most of you are following the path i have shown it is my duty to grant you liberation to help you in this emancipation and also to guide you towards liberation moksha is my duty since you are following my direction mama vartmanu vartante manushyah mama vartmanu vartante manushyah all these people are following me as my bounden duty to direct them towards that liberation here we should think of one factor our intellect our buddhi is polluted by two qualities one is tamas inertia dullness laziness and it is also polluted by rajas the ambition the desireful the emotion that is rajas therefore this buddhi the intellect is polluted in both the ways the pollutants are the tamas and the rajas the bestial quality and the desireful ambitious quality but we have been given a path to make it free from this pollution the intellect or buddhi can be made free from this tamas or darkness or inertia by following the path of karma yoga the path of action likewise we can make it free from rajas rajo malinya the pollution due to rajas it can be made free by adopting the path of devotion and meditation therefore bhagwan gives us solution not simply places before us the problem you can be free from these this forms of pollution due to tamas and rajas by by following the path of action the path of devotion and the path of meditation well how to proceed it is clearly said listen to the teachings of the divine master we have got wonderful literature given to us by bhagwan baba number of his writings countless number of his discourses conversations and interviews granted to devotees listen to them go through the literature yes you can also listen to the talks of many experienced people then you will know what it is te pichati tarantheva nityam shruti parayana go through the literature day in and day out to remind yourself that you are jnana swarupa or the embodiment of jnana or wisdom and here we may have to think of certain terms that we often come across 
One such term is yoga. Today, we have got yoga classes across the globe. Some take it as physical exercises. We are not referring to that. What is yoga? According to Bhagavan, to understand, to be aware of the total divinity. Paripurna Bhagavat Tattva. Paripurna, the total Bhagavat Tattva, the divinity. To have awareness of the divinity totally is what yoga is. But etymologically speaking, we can say yoga is a connection between the individual soul and the universal soul. The individual soul meets the universal soul through this connection of yoga. It is unity of the individual with the universal. And we also come across another word, term, karma. Karma is action. Our organizations take up service activities on a large scale, worldwide. That is mostly mechanical, a routine. Because we do our activities, that's all, without being aware why we should do our activities. What is the spiritual dimension? What is the spiritual uh, interpretation? The spiritual benefit out of the service activities we are not recognized. Simple practice, simple repetition of action is what we call karmanusthana. Anusthana, practice, karma, action. Repetitive action. Repetitive action is karmanusthana without awareness of that. But what will happen? Out of this repetitive action, we develop a kind of ego and attachment. We should not stop at that. This karmanusthana, practice of action, should be taken to higher level, next level, exalted level, what we call karma yoga. Karmanusthana, practice of action, to the level of karma yoga. This karma yoga meaning what? It is selfless action. It is giving up the two aspects, the doership, and the enjoyership, kartrutva and bhoktrutva. I'm not the doer. I'm not going to own, I'm not going to claim the result of it. If you claim the result, you are enjoyer. If you claim that you have done it, you are the doer. You are to give up these two. You are to be selfless. Then this karmanusthana will be exalted to a higher level, what we call karma yoga. And it is at this stage, we'll have purity, what we call chitta shuddhi, not until then. Purity, not merely external, purity internal, purity of our heart, purity of our mind. 
therefore the first and foremost point i would draw your attention is to transform our karmanusthana a ritualistic activity a repetitive activity a mechanical activity an activity with a purpose with an aim with a desire to be exalted to be raised into higher level of karma yoga which is connection to the divine out of which you will have that purity of heart purity of the mind then we also come across the another word what we call samadhi what is samadhi people meditate we hear meditation everywhere even doctors also prescribe meditation to patients just go within for some time to be free from blood pressure the tensions anxiety meditation has become a prescription today by physicians therefore and we find meditation classes also and they charge heavily but this meditation is to be raised to a higher level not simply emptying our mind not simply making our mind empty a lacuna and so usually what people take meditation is this i'll see that no thought gets into it i practice that way that my mind is em is empty good and i remain in that state that's what you call samadhi so this meditation by which you make your mind empty remain for some time in that state is what is called samadhi but this samadhi has got to be exalted has to be raised to the next level samadhi yoga what do i mean by that is not enough if you empty your mind it is necessary to fill it up with the divinity when there is absolute emptiness there is enough of place for the divinity to fill the cup with the divinity the cup the cup of your mind is empty now that cup can be filled with divinity then samadhi can become samadhi yoga or else it is just empty nothing this wall is empty that's all nothing this hall is empty nothing so emptiness is not be all and end all that emptiness has got to be filled with the divinity then that becomes samadhi yoga therefore karmanusthana practice of karma action repetitive action should be raised to the level of karma yoga so as to develop purity samadhi that state of equanimity emptiness of mind should should be filled with divinity by constant observation of concentration by which you have that self awareness or atma gyana 
awareness of the self or self awareness mean the same atma jnana so purity is the result of karma yoga self awareness is the result of samadhi yoga then also we come across the next term bhakti devotion in the name of devotion we do so many rituals we observe so many practices like worship like going through the holy scripture parayana worship puja and circumambulate round the temple pradakshina or do some rituals like vratas spiritual practices this is all bhakti devotion correct but that's not enough the bhakti has to be raised to the next level bhakti yoga what is the difference between bhakti and bhakti yoga bhakti is mere observance of religious practices yes scrupulously mechanically we do it repeat gayatri yes go through lalita sahasranama simply repeat vishnu sahasranama repeat god's name again and again this is all bhakti devotion but this devotion should be raised to the higher level exalted to that heights of bhakti yoga bhakti is to be transformed into bhakti yoga what is difference between bhakti and bhakti yoga in bhakti you are a devotee devoted to your deity there is god and devotee in the path of bhakti or devotion but in bhakti yoga a higher level there is nothing other than you there is nothing other than you you are second to none you the divine the only one without the second there are no two like god and the devotee no two only one you are the only one that's all baba gives number of examples it was child prahlada who could see lord vishnu in poison who could see vishnu in ocean who could feel ocean when he was trampled by mighty elephant he could see vishnu when he was thrown out of the mountain top bhagwan gives the example of meera who could see krishna in poison so we could they could see krishna consciousness they could see vishnu everywhere everywhere meaning other than that divinity nothing else exists this is called bhakti yoga you are the only one this is what we call ananya bhakti anya meaning the other one ananya there is no other you are the only one then out of this bhakti yoga you will have the experience of attributeless nameless divinity nirguna brahmanubhava the divinity beyond name and form the non dual experience of the divinity 
nirguna brahmanubhava you will get out of this bhakti yoga that's what we call atma jnana the knowledge of the self and this is what i would like to draw your special attention this morning karma anushthana has got to be raised to the level of karma yoga samadhi has got to be raised out of raised to the level of samadhi yoga and bhakti to be exalted to the heights of bhakti yoga and respectively to get purity and to have the awareness of the self and to have experience of the brahma the divinity beyond the name and the form these are very essential in the spiritual path as has been explained repeatedly in a lucid way in a simple style by bhagwan himself we also hear people conducting or participating in yajna yajna y a g n e a spiritual practice we find this yajna everywhere but this yajna what we see what we contribute where we participate is bahiri yajna yajna a ritual a spiritual practice in the external world or in the outer world and this yajna has got a higher level now it has been exalted into antar yajna yajna a spiritual ritual that goes on within continuously the mind is the altar yajna gunda where our desires the ghee to be offered into the fire of homa gunda out of the fire of yajna vedika out of that mind which is the altar desires have to be offered over there allowed to be burnt there therefore this yajna which is outer has got to be has got to be internalized to understand that it is antar yajna yajna goes on continuously throughout our life whatever we do is yajna selfless action out of love out of love purity offered to the divinity or the divine himself is yajna every act could be transformed into yajna the whole life is yajna for that matter this is an exalted level of yajna a higher level of experience we also have some idea of sanyasa a renunciant not a celibate a renunciant is sanyasi in this country bharat we got the practice we got a tradition to bow down before every sanyasi every renunciant wearing ochre robes but it is not totally correct by merely wearing ochre robes you cannot be a renunciant or a sanyasi what is sanyasa renunciation what is sanyasa sanyasa is not renunciation 
does not mean running away from the family responsibilities. It does not mean wearing ochre robes. It is not sannyasa or renunciation by any standard. It is manas sannyasa. Sannyasa, renunciation, mentally, psychologically, I renounce all my desires. I renounce all my weaknesses. I renounce the possessive instinct attachment to the world. That is true. Renunciation. Manas sannyasa. Renunciation. Psychological renunciation. Mental renunciation. Not physical renunciation by wearing ochre robes. Then what will happen? You will ha- you'll develop the spirit of equality, equanimity. Consider that all are equal, samadarsana. All are equal, that's what it is. And we develop an attitude that wherever we find something mystical, something divinity reflected there, we consider it as avatar. Therefore, we, we could accept Buddha as avatar. Though Buddha never declared. Because we find divinity there in him. So this kind of manifestation of the divinity is what we call avatar. Uh, avatar or advent of the divine. Therefore, I would like to appeal to you once again. Let us not remain at this level. level. Recognize the need to exalt it, to raise it to a higher level. That's what the sum and substance of this morning talk. Thank you very much for your time. Sai Ram.